Hi everyone, before we get started, we wanted to let you know that we recorded most of our Luke Cage rewinds before the resurgence in Black Lives Matter protests after the killings of George Floyd and countless others. As you probably know, the Luke Cage series goes deep into the kinds of racism faced by Black people every day. As hosts who are not Black, we have not covered it as well as we should have, but we are trying to get better. We stand in solidarity with the Black Lives Movement, so our non-discussion of the issue in these episodes comes from uh, recording before the tragedies and not ignoring the issues. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and runs a prison fight ring for every movie, show, and one one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm El Rodriguez. And just so you know, all you guys listening out there can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind and rate our podcast on whatever podcast app you are currently using. And with that... Today's episode is about Luke Cage, Season 1, Episode 4, Step Into the Arena. Original air date, September 30th, 2016. And here's what happens in the episode. We get some background on Luke Cage's life when he was in prison. And it's not pretty. He tries to keep to himself and not make any friends, but over time, he gives in to the therapy and makes friends, including Reva, his now-deceased wife. Eventually, he's tricked into an underground fighting competition, where he also meets Shades. When Luke decides to expose the fighting ring, he's found out and nearly killed. This is when he's put into the device that transforms him yeah, that transforms him from mild manner Carl Lucas into Power Man Luke Cage. He uses his newfound powers to escape from Seagate and find Reva. In the present, Luke and Connie are stuck underneath the rubble from Cottonmouth's rocket attack. At the end of the episode, they make it out. Mostly safe. I have only one problem with that, Al. Uh-oh. You, you can't call Shades Shades if he doesn't have any Shades. Well, what did he go by in prison? Um, unnamed Prisoner Number 4. Oh, um, okay. Actually, he does have a name. <laughs> he, does, he, he does have a name. I remember them saying it in Season 2. But <laughs> I don't oh. know what his name is here. Oh, okay. Well, dread. I'm going to keep calling him Shades. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call him Unnamed Prisoner Number 4. Alright. All right. Uh, you ready to start off with some fast facts? I am. On your left. Uh-huh. On my left. Got it. Nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too fast. I would catch it. You didn't see that coming? Uh, I have two. Okay. So, uh, if, unless you want to go first. No, go ahead. It's okay. twice as many as you usually ask. Yeah. Uh, so the first one, snakes can help predict uh, earthquakes. Can they? Yeah. Does I, the tails rattle? Is that what's happening? I don't know. I didn't look into it. I just okay. you know, just went online looking for facts and you know, copy-pasted. I, I need to stop asking you follow-up questions. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the answers, uh, but I can make things up if you want. Uh, the other fact is uh, around... Um, so at one point, you know, squabbles... And uh, Carl, I'm I'm just gonna keep calling him Luke Cage. Um, mm-hmm. Is so Squabbles is um, like coaching Luke on you know how to box, how to fight, and all that stuff. So he keeps 
uh, telling him at one point to uh, you know stay on the center line, which is a a, a common phrase for uh, people who are who are boxing. Um, it's mostly for balance, like yourself mm-hmm. staying centered, so that way you know if you're punched, you can you know stay standing instead of being knocked over really easily. Uh, other people also refer to it as like what you hit. So like usually when you're hitting people in the you know on their center line, you've got like their head, their chest, that kind of stuff too. So. I thought it was he heard it from Rocky because that's where <laughs> I knew it from. <laughs> well, considering um, what we know about him and how he learned to fight and coach fighting, that's probably exactly it. <laughs> he doesn't know what it means. He was just yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's hundred percent true. Uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, I've got a few more. Uh. So the biggest one is after getting his powers. Uh. Newly minted Luke Cage. Actually, not even newly minted yet. He's still Carl. <laughs> Carl has um, his wristbands, what looks like a tiara, a big yellow shirt that he holds down, and he holds his pants up with a chain briefly. And that is his costume that he was in, had in the 70s and 80s and early 90s. So that was his comic accurate costume. Now his costume is a yellow t-shirt and jeans. So, yeah. So he, he really just he got to the point where he's like, well, I mean, it's cool to have that, but like, it's just it's it's a hassle to clean. I mean, you you he's probably buying like whatever shiny buff stuff to like clean the, you know, the gauntlets or whatever he has to wear around his arms and his head. Like it, it's a hassle. It's just easier to you know it's buy a, a, a shirt and jeans. Yeah. Yeah, buy that in bulk on Amazon, and he's good. <laughs> it's true. It's true. He's got one of the best costumes because he just like, or one of the easiest costumes that he doesn't have to make himself. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um. So in this movie, or in this show, we see him watching the movie, the original uh, Night of Living of the Living Dead. And when he, uh, he gets out of the rubble at the end, he puts his fist up like a scene from Night of the Living Dead. Oh. Yeah. Oh, or, mm-hmm. yeah. Or, because they referenced Night of the Living Dead in another movie that we've covered. Uh, last week we talked about uh, The Incredible Hulk and that scene where he crashed into the ground and how cool it would be if Luke Cage just came out as a Hulk. Um. Th- when Bruce Banner falls and hits the ground and transforms underground and pops out in the climactic scenes, he does the same thing as he bursts his hand out of the ground as the Hulk. So this is kind of a callback to the last hero who was in Harlem. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think to a lot of people that hero was kind of a villain, um, considering he did just as much damage as the other villain. But yeah, okay. Well, yeah. Well, he he fought... In New York City twice. One time he destroyed it. The second time he saved most of it. <laughs> While destroying a good part of it. But it was for a good cause. Well, yeah. Similar to how Luke Cage was saving um, Genghis Khanis. Well, yeah. I mean, none of that destruction was Luke's fault. <laughs> Except for, you know, hitting Cornell in the first place. But... He thought he'd get away with it, so that's a defense. <laughs> oh, I meant, um, I meant like in what was that episode one or two oh. when those when those guys show up and Luke like fights them. He throws one of them through a window, the other one up against the wall. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, also, in this episode, uh, Luke, we see a flashback to him in Seagate Prison, where we have seen in the past. Uh, in the one shot, All Hail the King took place in Seagate Prison. So he may have been prisoned around the same time that Trevor Slattery was there. Oh, so you think you think maybe they know each other or know of each other? I mean, I'm I have sure no idea how big this prison is, but yeah, I'm sure Luke knows of Trevor because Trevor was like that boasting, crazy guy who's probably one of the most high high file high profile people in Seagate. Um, one more thing about Seagate. Uh, Reva mentions that of all the rumors, one of them is a millionaire in the basement. Which we know Justin Hammer also sent to Seagate. Why he's in the basement, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, what prison was um, Kingpin in in last season of Daredevil? Um, not Seagate. Um, okay. Well, then this one was in New York, and wasn't Seagate? Seagate's not real, but doesn't it, isn't it in like North Carolina or Georgia or something? In the South? I, I honestly have no idea. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, I don't know. But I'm like, I, it's not it's not Seagate. I know that. Okay. All right. Yeah. I wasn't sure if this was one of their, like, and everyone's just at the same prison. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, Ant-Man was in Folsom Prison because um, he's in California. Okay. That makes sense. And that's yeah. a real one. Yep. Um, so, those are all my fast facts. Hopefully they went pretty fast. I don't yeah, know. I think so. Pretty quick. But Just not looking at the time so far. Yeah. Yeah. But not so fast that you didn't understand them. I want them to be, like, medium fast. Like, MCU Quicksilver fast, not Fox Quicksilver fast. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> yeah, okay. That sounds good. Alright, moving on to our heroes. Maybe it's enough. But the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... I'm Luke Cage. You can't burn me, you can't blast me, and you definitely can't break me. I am Harlem, and Harlem is me. Who you want to go to first, Carl Lucas or Luke Cage? Um, <laughs> I, I, or should we just combine them? Should we just combine them? Oh God! I don't. Uh, let. Hmm. Let's let's start with Carl Lucas, and then we'll move on. Okay. I have a lot more for Carl Lucas anyway. Same I here. feel like he was in this episode a lot more. <laughs> oh yeah, he definitely was. He had the actual storyline. Luke only shows up like in a couple of scenes here and there, and really just at the end. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about this whole episode being a flashback? Eh. <sighs> uh, Okay, and to be honest, it, I, I was fine with it. Like, it, because it's one of those like, all right, this guy has a mysterious past. Here's an episode. Let's bring you up to date. This is basically everything you need to know. Boom. Okay. Uh, no, I, I I actually didn't think it was so bad being a, a flashback episode. Um, yeah. Given how they did it. That's fair. I I feel like uh, they do this. I feel like a lot with Netflix shows in general, not just Marvel Netflix shows. I prefer when they dedicate an episode to the flashback instead of getting it piecemeal throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I, I agree. 
um let's see i'm trying to think of what when else this happened so like it happened in daredevil when we learned mm-hmm. about uh you know stick training matt murdoch uh did it happen in jessica jones i'm trying to remember uh no i think we got that pretty piecemeal okay that sounds about right we also got it in um daredevil season two because we got all the flashbacks with electra in the same episode oh yeah i i forget about that because it wasn't like as direct it was like here's her kind of as a child and then Uh i think there was a separate episode when we get the flashbacks of her and matt murdoch meeting and dating for a while no i think yes yes yeah we do um yeah we get like from matt's perspective and then later we get like electra's backstory from like what electra would know Mm -hmm. um this also happens in the future and stuff we can't talk about but I mean, I'll be vague. They go to, into a character's backstory in Daredevil Season 3 in, for a whole episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Carl. I find it interesting that he was a police officer in his former life. Yeah. Um, so, I, I had that also as a note. Um, so, when he, like, shows up at the jail or, like, whatever, you know, first day is and, you know, that the guard is, like, yelling at everyone, he... He calls out that, hey, he used to be a cop. Uh, and then when he's in therapy, the uh, Riva says, oh, you used to be a cop. So I've been told from other media like TV and everything that that's basically a death sentence um, or maybe not a death sentence, but it's really bad if people find mm-hmm. out that you used to be uh, a cop. Um, I guess that's not as true in the MCU, considering what we see here. Well, I mean, yes and no. I mean, it doesn't end up being terrible for him um, or more terrible than prison would be on anyone else. Uh But he's also concerned about it. He, he, um, He says like he's not as worried about it because he didn't he wasn't a cop around there. So none of the he didn't like put any of those prisoners in jail. Um, oh, okay, all right. So no one has a direct vendetta against him. Yeah, yeah. I feel as if I get why the I don't know the main bad guy cop. I don't know his name. Uh, mention it just to put a target on his back. But Reva's supposed to be like a good guy. <laughs> why did she mention it in front of all those other people? Yeah, exactly. Like that's <laughs> that feels like like a bit much. Um, I feel like, I mean, the first thing that I would say is maybe she doesn't know, but she knows. She she has yeah. to know. Yeah. She does seem kind of naive in this. Yeah, I guess so. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right, where you want to go next? Um. Okay. So the next thing, talking about Luke. Uh. You know, we we see him. Sorry, Carl. Uh, we see him fighting in Carl. that underground fighting thing. Um, he he knows how to fight. Like, and they even call it out, right? Like when when he sends with well, that other guard sends shades and the other random guy uh, at him. So, like, like he knows how to, which um, just goes again with now that he has those powers, he really doesn't try. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he has, through this, he's learned, he has the skill. If he needed to fight, he'd be able to fight. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But yeah, he just doesn't need to. So, okay, good for him. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, during this whole time, he's he's kind of going, well, not feral. But he's not taking care of himself because he mm-hmm. he stopped caring. Um, he's letting his hair grow out. Apparently, he's not showering. He's letting his beard grow out. Um, with the exception of the showering thing, that's what's happening to me in shelter in place right now. <laughs> no, I mean I've I decided that I was going to grow my beard out over the summer, but summer happened three months early for me, so I am growing my beard out. But also, I can't get a haircut, so my hair is just growing out right now. So I I feel for him. I am showering every day still, so I haven't reached that point. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, that's yeah. that's good. Um, <laughs> keep doing that one for okay everyone's health, including. <laughs> Your own health, because I'm sure your wife will um, react negatively. So, Probably. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I I feel for Luke. He, I think he believes his life is over. There's nothing worth living for at this point. Yeah, it's a definite, um, definite low point. Right, because uh, he he was actually doing okay in prison for a while, right? Because he, you know, was was being friendly with Riva. He had a friend. He had squabbles, oh. and then he gets thrown into fighting and having to not do not be able to do any of that, right? Like he has to fight in order to keep the two of them safe. Yeah, but I don't think when I'm talking about his like his grooming, he stopped doing that before the fighting. He was like, he, he wasn't talking to anybody. He didn't want okay. any friends. His hair and beard kept getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That's true. I thought, no, because he did have friends. Because that's what... He, well, yeah, he's, a, he, he's trying to push away squabbles. And then, like, people naturally become friends with other people. Like, even if you're trying not to. And as mm-hmm. soon as he became friends with squabbles, uh, they tried to frame him for shanking a guy. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um Yeah, he's uh, really uh he's been in a really hard place because he can't care for anybody because as soon as he's seen caring for somebody, he puts them in danger. Much like being a superhero. But not really cuz you're in prison. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's true. I mean, he is doing the the hero thing, right? He's essentially sacrificing himself to save them. Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah. Um Yeah, I I like He has a bold plan. Like once Reeve is in trouble, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if we want to skip this far ahead. Yeah, sure. But yeah, he has a bold plan. He's gonna take down the fighting ring, he's gonna take down the guards who are doing it. Um this falls apart immediately because he decides to tell Squabbles. <sighs> And I feel I feel for Squabbles, poor Squabbles, because he died for that, but he also couldn't keep his mouth shut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't remember how. Oh, that's right. So he he told Squabbles, and then Squabbles was like concerned, and that then the other guys noticed his uh, concern. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. So yep. So if he just didn't tell Squabbles, everything else would be. Fine. Different. I, I don't. I don't. I was gonna I don't say know, better. Be fine. No. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
don't know what, what would have actually happened there. Like there's so many variables, <laughs> so many things could have gone wrong in different places. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I mean, it was a risky plan. Probably wasn't going to work anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and in the end, yeah, his, his friend died. Yeah. But he got married to a woman who would eventually die, but it's okay. Cause he got superpowers and then he went to live with this wonderful guy named, or work for this wonderful guy named Pop, who also died. But the woman who gave him shelter and the place to stay, she only had her building crash on her. So she's fine. So it's all good. Yeah. The curse has been lifted. <laughs> yep. Well, just a broken leg. It's all good. Yeah. So she's good. Uh Yeah. Wow, yeah, I did not put all that together. I mean, granted, this was over years, but oof, that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of close people to you dying within a handful of years. It's true. Yeah, yeah. I guess we don't know how many years it's been since he got out. Um, no, we don't. But we know it's been a year and some change since Reva's death, because Reva died a year before Jessica Jones. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, I do a few more things on Luke or Carl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we, we see him, like, he's doing a lot of boxing prep and all that stuff. Um, we see more boxing stuff with him in this episode than I think we do in the entire two seasons of Daredevil. Mm. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'd be curious to see how they fight against each other in, like, an actual boxing ring. Um, but like that's I I feel like that's unfair because you'd you'd want to say like well I guess we'd have to remove their powers, and if we remove Daredevil's powers now he's just a blind guy and that's <laughs> that that wouldn't go well. It's true. Yeah, I mean I don't I actually do not know who would win in a fight between them two, just because. Um, Matt's got all this skill, but Luke seems pretty Im- impervious. But you do enough head trauma, and he'll go down. Like, a shotgun's worth of head trauma. <laughs> that's that's true, yeah. I mean, even with powers, like, Luke Cage is, is gonna win, right? Um, not, but, if, not if he can't put, get a fist on, on Matt. I guess that's true. I guess that's, that's where the question comes in. Can Daredevil do enough trauma? Yeah. I, I, I feel mean, like he could. Okay, can he do more than one RPG? Um, yeah, well, the thing about the RPG... <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. The only way I can make this make sense that... I, I think I have this in the 12%, but we're just going into it now. Okay, alright. That RPG couldn't kill a little old lady. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> That was some Justin Hammer stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I get Luke surviving, but the little old lady also survived. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. It it wasn't even the RPG that broke her leg. It was the concrete falling on her. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Okay, all right. I'll I'll take it. (laughs) That RPG, Uh, not as big a... Well, yeah, it took down the whole building, but not... It's like... It's like a, it's an structural structural EMP. It doesn't hurt biological things, 
but does destroy structures, apparently. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so when you when you really just kind of want to like do a nice little like f you to that person, like I'm not going to kill you with an explosion. I'm just going to drop a building on you. I feel like it's more if we're going to say it's just in hammer tech and it's supposedly <laughs> like sci-fi like technology. This would be a way to humanely destroy something you destroy all the structures but you keep the people alive so it's like you could say you could say it's not this isn't true but if like you're bombing a civilian population yeah but there were very few casualties (laughs) okay that would be the um the argument for a weapon like that yes okay so right. if I'm going to twist my mind enough to make sense of why this little old lady survived, that's how I will do it. <laughs> okay. Why Cornell decided to use that RPG, unknown to me. Well, he grabbed the wrong one. It was next to okay. the, uh, like, it was just next to the other ones. And he's just like, well, this one's closer to me. I'm grabbing this one. But it was okay. the only one. It's fair. He was mad. He wasn't thinking things through. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, that's basically all I have about about Carl. Oh, you know, what? actually, one other thing. Do you mm-hmm. think he got like a cool boxing name or like anything when when he was fighting? Because they were streaming all of those fights onto the internet, or did they use like some number? I no. I feel like his name was Carl, and in quotes, Luke Cage Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good point. No, no one would ever trace that back to him okay well it it makes as much sense as them not changing luke skywalker's last name and putting him on his dad's home planet to hide <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that works <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh do we want to talk about him getting powers which seems like a big big thing oh yeah that's right i didn't write anything <laughs> down for that but yes uh yeah. let's do that so i don't know if you had any notes there was one thing i, I would say but Let's go, yeah, let's go I, I do. I do. Um, well, the guy who uh, did give him powers, which I took out of Fast Facts, his name is scrolling down, wasting time. No one knows I'm scrolling down. His name's Noah Burstein. Um, he was a villain in Heroes for Hire number one, uh, Luke Cage's origin story. Gave him his powers, but in the comics, he's the grant or the son of a former Nazi who tried to regulate the super soldier serum. Hmm. Um, looking at the stuff in the pod and all that stuff, what is that what he's trying to do is recreate the super soldier serum? Um, they did say, I'm trying to remember who it was. I think it was Riva who said it was just supposed to heal you. Like, so, so from what I can tell, no, that like maybe, Hey, that would be like an eventual thing but it looked like they were just trying to make a thing to heal people really quickly. Were they though? My, (laughs) my, this is what I think. Okay. I think part of Captain America's powers is like very fast metabolism and very fast healing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if it was just a healing pod, he wouldn't have resisted putting Luke in there saying it might kill him. Because, yeah, if he's going to die, why the hell not? I think it was supposed to give him some type of superhuman powers. Okay. Which, I guess, makes sense. Um, but it hasn't seemed to work on anyone. 
as far as we can tell, right? Or do you think it did work on people? No, well, no. They said a guy disappeared. Remember, Reba says he was probably just released. I think people are dying trying to get this working. And then uh, the guard, um, Rackham, uh, put it up to 100%, almost killed him, but he did end up giving him powers. So I think it was a fluke thing. Like, they were on the way to superhero, superhuman strength and stuff like that. And then the, the fluke thing gave him powers, let him survive, and made him super bulletproof. I could just say bulletproof. That's just a regular superpower. <laughs> no, no. He specifically is super bulletproof. Um, I could rebut that, but I won't. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He got uh, shot in the... Well, no, I will. He got shot in the face with a shotgun, and he went down. If he was super bulletproof, that wouldn't have done anything. He's just okay. regular bulletproof. Okay. I'll take it. I think that works. Uh... <laughs> All right. No, I mean, yeah, that works. I mean, I would have, I would have gone with like a, a bit of a step back. That like mm-hmm. they wanted to uh, work on something that essentially recreates the Super Soldier Serum from Captain America, but you got to start somewhere. And hey, why not start with this? You can still make yeah. a ton of money off of that kind of thing. It's true. That, that's um, it. That's all I've got. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when he comes out of the acid pit for some reason why they had acid in this and why acid made him stronger don't know <laughs> um it reminds me of uh wolverine coming out of his adamantium infusement in oh the in, first, in X2. Or second x-men yeah the second x-men movie <laughs> yeah you're right it kind of fits like that. um when they were putting him in there for a second i was thinking of uh deadpool in the first Deadpool movie. And then I thought about that a little more. I was like, no, that's, that's nothing like in Deadpool. Okay. I'll, I'll not write that down <laughs> as a note. I did not think at all about oh, yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. I mean, they put Deadpool in a pod. That, that was about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the only comparable thing. It's not really the, I mean, it didn't give him his powers. It just, I mean, it kind of did in a sense, uh, but that's it. Yeah, it triggers his powers. Deadpool, at least in the movie, Deadpool's confusing. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, also, later, he shaves, right? Or he tries to. Mm-hmm. He pulls another one of those things, like Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine Origins, when he's in the bathroom, ruining everything, because he doesn't know how to use his powers. <laughs> I feel like there was someone in the MCU also, who we talked about this with. Who? Oh, uh, Jessica Jones. Oh yeah, Jessica Jones. She also did that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did he? I I don't actually. I, I don't remember what he did. Did he like break the sink or something? Well, he he destroyed the shaving cream. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah. So, Tony, have you ever used any of those like disposable razors, like the one that he had there? Uh, yeah, I have. Okay. Did you just completely cut up your face? <laughs> like trying? No, use it? I. Really? Because that's what happened to me the one time I had to use one of those. And, like, I cut it up. I did not shave well. I assumed that he had to, like... Like, this is his first real use of his powers of just continually using that to eventually shave. He was in there for, like, 30 minutes. Well, yeah. No, I mean, I didn't... When I used to work at a summer camp, I would just bring disposable razors up there because, you know, I'd, I wouldn't shave for a couple days or a week and then just use that instead of 
instead of bringing something good up there that's going to get lost or there are other guys work up there who's going to take my stuff. I was paranoid. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I never had a problem. I think up there I only cut my face one time. But uh, think about Luke. <laughs> it's good that he didn't need shaving cream because he can't cut himself anyway. He pro- He probably didn't even need water. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point, yeah. That's also probably why I cut myself like every day when I shave, um, because I don't use shaving cream. I should probably get on that. You should. I think I've cut myself twice ever, like in, let's see, I'm 31, the 16 years I've been shaving or whatever. I've, 16, 17 years, I've only cut myself twice. Once I remember at camp, Mm -hmm. it would not stop bleeding. (laughs) (laughs) And I, there's a second time, I can't remember the second time, but I definitely remember the camp. All right. (laughs) Yeah, I, I'll, I'll do that. I'll actually get on that one. Uh, yeah, there, there have been those like one or two times where I like wasn't paying attention. I accidentally like cut myself real bad. I was like, ah, great. Now I just have to stand here for the next 10 minutes with like mm-hmm. toilet paper on my face just waiting. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, I recommend shaving cream. <laughs> All right, I'll give it a shot. I'll, I'll try. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, do you want to talk about his name? Luke Cage? Yeah, I was trying to remember where that came from. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, but yes, let's talk about it. I mean, uh, I should have written down the quote that was very long from the Bible, mm-hmm. from the book of Luke, all about uh, like helping the poor and the innocent, stuff like that. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, makes him a good superhero. But it was long. That's probably why I haven't read the Bible, amongst other reasons. It's long. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's also old-timey, right? It's like, so it's hard to read. It's not just yeah. that. It's like, a lot of people have read long books, but... Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm trying to think. The oldest book I've read for pleasure, not for, like, school and high school or college, probably from the... I don't know... The thirties, the the Hobbit is probably the oldest book I've read for pleasure. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Yeah. What I know you're not a fiction guy, but what's the older oldest book you think you've read for pleasure? I don't know. I'm trying to think, <laughs> like, like every time I think of a book, I'm like, no, that one was for school. Um, hmm. Makes me think maybe I should expand my my boundaries reading wise, but also <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair uh <laughs> yeah. yeah oh no no i read a much 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 older book i read um uh dante's uh the divine trilogy which it came out in, like the the 1400s like for pleasure oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah okay. how'd that go it was it was interesting um it was a prose copy because it's like an epic poem so it's like mm-hmm. translated for it's more modern, mm, just okay. word, um, language. But yeah, it was interesting. Okay, I'm sure that helps. All right. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then he decides on the name Cage because he's no longer in a cage. There. There you go. <laughs> that that works. Yeah. He uh, he has to have the thing to remind him. Like, all right, that thing is bad. Cages are bad. It sucks. Yep. Okay. But also, I think what he didn't say out loud was just the name Luke Cage. Just sounds cool. I mean, come oh, on. Oh yeah. 
Tja. <laughs> um, anything else for the flashback, Carl Lucas, that we want to talk about? Uh, no, I'm I'm good. I hit all my notes. All right. all right. How about Luke Cage, modern day? All right. I hit all my notes. All right. I got two things. Okay. Uh, uh, the one quote which I just enjoy is like when Connie asks him why, uh, how he can do this. He says. Uh, the best way I can put this is I'm kind of strong. It's like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little. Just a little strong where he's able to keep, pick up that hundred some odd pound concrete. I have no idea how much concrete weighs in in that form. But, you know. A lot. That's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's not like like he's, you know, really working at it. Because he's at like a bad angle. He's sitting down. It's like... He doesn't get good leverage too, like so. It's it's like harder than it would normally be. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and then uh, at the end of the episode, he pulls a uh, Iron Man. He reveals his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I mean, no one knows he's a hero yet, right? No they know he's he got powers. powers. I you mean, do? they just saw him lift out of the thing, right? They just saw him yeah. lift out of this demolished building. No, they, I, well, now I don't remember how he got out because, cause what, I mean, when he picked up that rock, they were underneath the concrete because he had to, like, start moving a bunch of concrete just to be able to see the uh, the firefighters, right? He had, like, he was shouting at them. He was like, hey, uh, it's me and, and Connie down here, and she has a broken leg. Well, yeah, but, but he, he moves the stuff out of the way and lifts the stuff so they can get out. And the cops and that news reporter, because they used the camera's light, Reveal Luke doing it with the super strength. Oh, okay, all right. Oh, I mean, how many people are like, oh no, he's just a he's just a strong guy. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean there's a point at which you're like, yeah, he's a really strong guy. You know, maybe he, you know, it was a matter of survival and he was able to do it. And that's not like super strength. It's not like he picked up a car. Yeah, but he puts his name on TV. This is a news story. He's also like on the run from escaping prison. <laughs> yeah, there is that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he didn't say I'm Luke Cage, formerly Carl Lucas, but still. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. That's yeah, that, that's true. That one, um, he could have been a little bit smarter about that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's all I had for Luke. All right. You move on to villains, or is there anything else you want to do in heroes? <laughs> no, I'm I'm good. I'm ready to move on to villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. The hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. What about turning the other cheek? Jesus saves. I don't. For villains, I have Albert Rackham, the guy who ran the fighting ring. Who, again, in the comics, was a guy who ran a fighting ring in uh, Luke Luke Cage's prison in Hero for Hire number one back in 1972, where everyone else came from. Um... Yeah, I don't have a lot about him. Just mentioned he was there. He was a jerk. 
he was really manipulative and he worked for not shade with not shades <laughs> yeah that's pretty much it i mean we only see him in this one episode mm-hmm. as far as i can remember he died right he died at the end of the episode in the explosion i don't remember i think so i think he did okay all right so we're probably yeah. supposed to assume that and probably that that doctor too that was running the experiment yeah i i'm not sure about all that i think i don't remember i don't think so <laughs> okay eh, yeah. all right but yeah um is there anything else any other villains you want to talk about there are a few minor villains not shades was in here <laughs> yeah uh no i mean it, it it was pretty light on the villains i mean you know there's the the guard that you're talking mm-hmm. about but that was it and yeah i mean this is good uh because usually hero origin stories at least in marvel the heroes really suffer or the villains really suffer because it's more focused on the hero getting their powers and learning to be a hero where if you could put that in one episode hey there's only one episode without a villain good job or with a with a weak villain at least yeah Yeah, that's true yeah i guess i didn't think of it from that way that works out well Mm -hmm. all right that was our villains All right, uh, let's move on, and let's mm-hmm. take a quick uh, break to hear this word from our sponsor. Welcome to Baskin-Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so... Stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the Jerry. Tony, if there's one thing that I know, it's that you can't just master something by watching it on TV. I mean, some studies have shown that you can get better at something by thinking about it, but you're definitely not going to master the skill. Uh, Are there any skills that you've mastered? No. All right, I see. (laughs) Sounds like you need to contact today's sponsor. Okay, dear listener, do you want the skills to fight someone that can see all around him? What about the ability to take on someone with impenetrable skin? Would you like to fight like someone with a fist of iron? Then you need the Squabbles Martial Arts Academy. That's right. Squabbles will train you to be the very best off of the training he received from a handful of martial arts masters. In only a few short months, you'll even be able to defend your own domain all by yourself. Only Squabbles can teach you to be the master. Use promo code MCU Rewind today to get a 20% discount on your first lesson. Uh, disclaimer, Squabbles may not uh, show up to the lessons. He um, may no longer be with us. <laughs> um, did you consciously think about Taskmaster when you wrote that? Oh, uh, when I said the phrase the master? Yeah. No, so I was referencing a uh, late 1980s movie called... Uh, what was it? The Last Dragon? Is that what it was? Oh, yeah. Or... Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, with uh, Bruce Leroy and... I'm trying to remember other characters' names. Okay. Um, I was trying to... That, that's originally like what I wanted to reference, and then I just completely forgot about it as I wrote the rest of, <laughs> of yeah. the ad. So, otherwise, I would have thrown way more references into that movie. Yeah. I mean, because Taskmaster, at least from the trailer, because, you know it got pushed back mm-hmm. um taskmaster uh is literally getting his powers from watching heroes on tv in the trailer oh i completely missed that All yeah right. 
I wonder if they show him like failing trying to do things like, well, this is something that the character did in the TV show, um, but that's not actually possible. <laughs> I wonder if that works that way. It's true. Yeah. Um, maybe in a flashback in the movie, we'll see him originally working with squabbles to get his powers. <laughs> well, maybe. It didn't work out, so then he just started watching TV for himself. Instead of yeah, okay. having another guy watch TV and tell him what to do. <laughs> Works out better for him there, yeah. <laughs> Alright, you ready uh, to move on to supporting characters? Mm-hmm. Alright. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people with abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. We have a few, and I don't have too much. I mean, I, I, I guess if you want to start with Squabbles, because I've said just about everything about him. I don't know if you had any more notes. No, I didn't. I my only notes and supporting characters are for Riva. Oh, okay, perfect. Let's go there then. All right. Am I wrong? To say that Reva is just Harley Quinn, but for a good guy instead of a bad guy? <laughs> um, uh, no, but I okay. feel like when you say it that way, like Harley Quinn has a lot of other problems. Oh, yes. Um, and and just switching out for the good guy versus a bad guy. I feel like I feel like that ignores a lot. Uh, but I mean, there's there's a lot of similarities. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, she goes for what looks like to be the most run-down person in the prison, because Luke is not taking, or Carl's not taking care of himself. Uh, he escapes, and then she decides to marry him for it. <laughs> uh, well, a little bit of that I don't think is as accurate well first off like he stops taking care of himself later right like no no he's he stops taking care of himself as soon as he goes there he doesn't shave he doesn't uh he doesn't shower he doesn't uh cut his hair until he starts caring about reva yeah exactly talk. and and that's when like they start connecting um and then so they have some like enjoyable times during those sessions and then he regresses later after he starts doing the underground fighting thing. Yeah. Okay. But like, you know, for a while he's trying, he's making progress. And at that point, like she's realizing like, oh, he's actually a good guy. Cause there was that point where she's like, oh, you, you actually didn't do the thing you're here for. You, you really were set up. Mm -hmm. Unlike everyone else who says they were set up. Yeah. Everyone says they're set up. Mm -hmm. Always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Reva gets the thumb drive that we see in Jessica Jones that yes. apparently has both Luke Cage or at least the experiment that they did on Luke Cage and uh, the videos from Kilgrave's experiment on there because that's the whole point reason they're after that in season one of Jessica Jones. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, hmm. So... Yeah. Are you so, trying to figure out how those are connected? No, I'm wondering how many other experiments are on that thumb drive. That's a good point. Like, it's probably some sort of, like, uh, like li some archive of, like, weird, crazy experiments that turned out to work for giving people powers. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I mean, yeah, so I wonder if, like, if these shows continued down the line, we would have found a connection between Kilgrave, Kilgrave's parents and this doctor and stuff like that. Maybe. Just to get, like, the one-off, like, the one-liner sort of thing. Or maybe, maybe there or, would have been a third. Yeah, third, um, other heroes or villains. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would be kind of cool to see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we'll never know unless they bring it back on Disney, which I hope they do. There's the, Every once in a while there's a rumor, and I hope these rumors are true. <laughs> yeah, or Hulu. It's possible. They, they might do yeah. something there. Yeah. Yeah, well, if Disney does something with the characters, I should be more clear. But yeah. Ah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I I really hope yeah. the characters show up. That'd be cool. They don't need their own show. Yeah. yeah. It'd be nice to get another Defenders season. I'd like that. Mm-hmm. So would I. Oh. With the same, the same Luke, same Jessica, same Matt, and a different Danny Rand. <laughs> uh I was about to say something, and I was like, no, no spoilers. So, okay. uh, moving on. <laughs> Anything else with Reva? Um, I'm very suspicious of her, because she did know about the experiments that Burstein was doing. Or Burstein. Yeah, that's true. We They never go back to that at all. Um, did she, was she just naive on the experiments? Was that what it was, or... Um, no, I mean, she was doing psychological profiles for him. So maybe she been may have been naive about it, but naivety can only go so far in my mind. Okay, so here's the other theory. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember who said it, which one. It was the that other doctor or her, Reva. Uh, but one of them said that the thing is meant to heal people faster. Like... Maybe she really believed that. And maybe that actually is what it was. It was supposed to heal people, potentially giving them powers, you know, like faster healing. But like, maybe that really is what it was. And so that's why from a, um, you know, moral standpoint, she was okay with it. Yeah. Well, yes, she could be a bigger picture type of thing. But then again, it was killing people like the guy who went missing, who she knew full well (laughs) where he went. That's true. Uh, well, I mean, in her mind, Luke was about to die anyway, so it was worth a shot. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. No, well, yeah. But she was, like, allowing these experiments to go on, knowing that people were dying before Luke. That's true. Yeah, she did. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. But anyway... So in the end, what I'm saying is it's a good thing that Kilgrave had Jessica kill her. Right? <laughs> wow, that's a that's a, a bit of a leap there. Uh, not sure yeah. I'd go with that one. <laughs> okay. Too far. Too far. I get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Are there any other supporting characters you want to bring up? Uh, no, I don't I don't have any. Are there? Do you have anything in the twelve percent of a plan? No, I, I don't have anything. We already hit all the notes that I had for the episode. Yeah, it, yeah. It was pretty I straightforward. wanted to talk about the crappy RPG, but we already did. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, then, in that case, let's rate the episode. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender, so we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. 
strongest Avenger. Access denied. Now mute stock. Banner. Welcome, strongest Avenger. Oh, uh, what? All right, Tony, how many power-granting explosions do you give this episode? Um, I would give this one, like, a four... Yeah, similar to the last episode. I liked this um, origin story. I like how yeah. well done it was. Yeah, um, I, similar concept, or similar reasons. I'm giving it a three and a half or 3.75, like closer to four, but mm-hmm. um, I just, you know, it is a lot of, it. it is the backstory stuff. Like, all right, that's not as into it, but it was, it was enjoyable, right? It was, um, you know, it was the entire story in one go. Um, and it, it was self-contained for the most part. <laughs> so there was a lot of that. Like there isn't any, and in two weeks, we're going to have to go back to this to like give you more info. So, uh, uh, but yeah, no, I, I was, I was entertained. It was good. Yeah. I am. One thing I'm looking forward to for next week is because I've forgotten. I can't wait to see Cornell's reaction to finding out Luke survived. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that will happen next time when we cover Luke Cage Season 1, Episode 5, Just to Get a Rip. And remember to follow us on Twitter and give us that rating on whatever podcast app you're using. As always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Luke Cage Season 1, Episode 4, Step into the Arena. Signing off. Have a marvelous day. Once you step in the arena, cheetah. You're gonna be amazed when you gaze at the armor on this leader Fully clad and glad to fight a cause I won't pause Fear is a joke, slow poke I'm like claws that'll rip Cause your gift is merely flesh Superficial and I wish you would give it a rest But if you don't, I'll unsheath my Excalibur Like a noble knight, so meet your challenger A true hero, while you're a true zero Getting beat to a pump so that you can't run for help I heard a gulp in your throat Cause you hope that I'll be